Welcome to our podcast today on A Course in Miracles. We're so happy to have you with us, and Sandra Ray is breathing away on the couch. And we have Monique here, our organizer in Amsterdam, and she's going to read the lesson today. It's Lesson 333. Forgiveness and the dream of conflict here. Conflict must be resolved. It cannot be evaded, set aside, denied, disguised, seen somewhere else, called by another name or hidden by deceit of any kind, if it would be escaped. It must be seen exactly as it is, where it is thought to be, in the reality which has been given it, and with the purpose that the mind accorded it. For only then are its defenses lifted, and the truth can shine upon it as it disappears. And then the prayer is, Father, forgiveness is the light you chose to shine away all conflict and all doubt, and light the way for our return to you. No light but this can end our evil dream. No light but this can save the world. For this alone will never fail in anything, being your gift to your beloved Son. Wow. Yeah. Conflict, what is it? Conflict. Forgiveness ends... The dream of conflict. The dream of conflict here. Forgiveness ends the dream of conflict. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's interesting that it says you have to first look at the conflict. Mm. And you have to kind of own the conflict. You have to kind of, you know, see that you're the one making it up and that it's there. Um, you know, and I think in that taking responsibility, you've, you've escaped being a victim. You're not a victim of whatever is out there. Because that's where we have a lot of conflict, you know. We feel like we're a victim. Somebody did something to us and we're, you know, we're less off because they did something. So that's a conflict. That's conflict. And and then it says, well, you can't dissolve the conflict without looking at the conflict and taking some kind of responsibility for it. So that's the first step. You have to look at it and acknowledge that it's there. Mm. And then it says, well, forgiveness is the only way you can get out of it. Well, then what is the forgiveness? The forgiveness is seeing that I'm responsible for the conflict. I'm not a victim. It wasn't something out there that did something to me. It was some thought I had that attracted that scenario. So so the forgiveness is always... a. Um, correction of yourself and when you do that correction it's like you're absolved from any consequences and that's why it says well forgiveness ends the dream of conflict so then you're out of conflict when you take the responsibility and you apply forgiveness to whatever that thing is in yourself so it's, it's an interesting lesson. How do you see it, Sandra? Well, there's two kinds of conflicts. You know, one is a conflict you have with somebody else. Yeah. You're not getting along. Then there's a, another kind of conflict, which is your own mind is in a conflict about something, right? Yeah. So I'm trying to look and see right now 
what conflict I might have in my life. That's what I'm breathing on right now. To see okay. what I what conflict I still have. Well, what I think everybody is, should do that. What is the conflict you still have? Uh, the conflict I still have is I have some trouble sleeping at night and uh, kind of an insomnia that I haven't been able to heal. So I'm looking at, that's a conflict for me. And I haven't been able to kind of resolve it. Okay. But I don't, I get, uh, are they saying I just need to forgive myself for that conflict then? Yeah. Right? Yes, it says, Father, forgiveness is the light you chose yeah, so to I shine away. myself okay. for having that conflict instead of judging myself, I guess. Yeah, because, What's you know... What's your conflict, I, Marcus? Well, I mean, let's just take this thing about not falling asleep at night. Because sometimes I, I'm up, too, you know. I don't fall asleep till later. I lay there in bed for a couple hours. and But all I do... When I'm laying there, is I just think about the Course in Miracles lessons. Yeah. Well, so I, I don't, I, I mean, I just fill my time up, even though I'm lying there thinking about stuff. I yeah, just fill you, my you time up thinking about those lessons, so then I'm not in conflict about it, yeah. you know? And then after a certain amount of running through the lessons, I just naturally fall asleep. So I don't have the same... Right. relationship with insomnia that you have. Yeah, but so what is your conflict you have left? Oh, okay. The conflict that I have left, I think my conflict is um, putting my mind in a place where I really feel the joy of God, you know? It's like I know, I know I'm supposed to feel the joy of God. You know, it's like there's a couple lessons. The peace of God is shining in me now. I feel the love of God within me now. I choose the joy of God instead of pain. I mean, I know I'm supposed to feel this joyfulness, but sometimes I wake up and I don't feel it. I mean, not that I'm depressed or anything, but I, I'm, not, I'm not in that elation. You know, I'm not in that pure joy and I think oh I should be in that pure joy but I'm not feeling it and then I have a little conflict about that well why am I not in the pure joy maybe it's maybe it's because you have the conflict about food that keeps you from being in joy could that be it well I mean I like food but but <laughs> um, yes. I put on weight when I when I like food too much you know so, that's so, a conflict, right? so that could be a conflict yeah, it's it's less than it used to be. Mm -hmm. um, I am handling that. But how does forgive when you have a conflict with yourself, and then forgiveness is supposed to solve the conflict? Does that just mean you forgive yourself for the conflict? Well, I think okay. A couple of lessons back, it said that um, only the ego can be in conflict, mm. right? So only the ego can be in pain. Only the ego can be suffering. Only the ego uh, has the conflict. Yeah. So part of the escape uh, from the conflict and part of the action of forgiveness is you have to forgive yourself for, for thinking you're an ego. Mm -hmm. You have to forgive yourself for operating out of the ego's thought system. And, and that the, when you see that, it's like you're not... You're for an instant not using the ego's thought system. Therefore, 
you're in your higher self. And in your higher self, there's no conflict. So the forgiveness, what it does is it gets you to shift from your ego's thought system to your Holy Spirit thought system. Right, but you're forgiving yourself for the conflict. Yeah, but that who but you is going to make that shift. Nobody else can make that for you. You have to be willing to see that, yeah, I was using the ego's thought system and I was judging and had grievances and blaming myself and blaming others and being a victim and all that stuff that produces suffering. I was doing that to myself. And then when you see that and you say, well, I can stop doing that to myself, then for for a moment you're not... You're free, you're free of conflict. You're free of conflict, you're free of suffering, you're free of pain, etc., etc. So where would you put your ego? Because we have an ego. Ah. Uh-huh. Is the ego like the karma we yeah. it, it's, have to It's interesting. It's like we're in a body and we have an ego. And, and uh, somebody asked Krishnamurti because he was often talking about this subject of thought being inherently in conflict and you have to step outside the realm of thought to be free of the conflict. Well, then somebody said, well, yeah, but if I don't use thought, I feel like I'm nothing, you know. And he said, don't be ridiculous. You need your thought to catch a plane, take the train, drive the car, go to the grocery store. You need your thought in, in in the body, in the world. And and there's always going to be a certain amount of your ego you're going to need to use. But that ego can't solve the greater problems of life. That, that ego can't uh, put you in this state of of joy. It can't it can't really liberate you, right? Yeah. I mean you use it as as much as you have to use it to to maintain the body but beyond that there's no use for it it's it's um you know you you use it i mean it's the ego that learned dutch or english or chinese or whatever that is and we need that language to communicate so you know you need to use your ego to a certain degree but then what are you going to use it for it's like you could use you could use a a tool like a tractor to grow food or you could use a tool like a warplane to blow people up you know and the ego decides which tool you're going to use or your higher self decides which tool you're going to use and if you're stuck in your ego you're going to use the warplane if you're stu- if you're liberated and you're going to serve humanity, you're going to use the tractor. So it's it's a higher part of yourself that decides how you're going to use the, the, the tool or the device, right? Sandra Ray, yeah. are you with us? I'm with Are you over I'm there? Reading. <laughs> Out there. I'm listening to you. <laughs> I'm listening to you. So would you say our job is to be more into the energy feeling instead of words in our mind. I mean, when you wake up, uh-huh. you immediately start having thoughts. Yeah, and energies. You notice energies. Yes. Yeah. 
Well, that's that's a good point, Monique. It's like how can we access those higher energies that we're not really using thought? Um, well, I know how to do it, but I think we're not used to doing it so much during uh -huh. the day. Yeah, right. And that's why we say, well, you need to have a spiritual practice where you're doing the lesson, for instance, remembering the lesson, or you're doing a mantra, or you're doing some kind of spiritual practice that's keeping your mind uh, focused on those higher energies. Yes. Yeah. And then, and then you use your body to communicate that to other people. You know, the body's just a tool. Like, you can use it in a war, or you can use it in, uh, you know, serving humanity. And, and that's your choice. That's your decision to make. And, uh, sometimes we misuse our energies, and then we find ourselves in a problem or a funk or a, you know. And that's, I think, where we have to forgive ourselves for that. Forgiveness ends the dream of conflict here. Yeah. That's that's the name of the game on this yeah. lesson. Mm -hmm. So when we made a mistake, you know, we have an affirmation. Even though I made a mistake, I still completely love and accept myself. That's the greatest affirmation to use as soon as you notice you made a mistake. Because then you don't you don't get guilty about making a mistake. So could you say you could have like a divine ego? Because there's always birds. Yeah, and then part, and then of course the ego that's functional in this world, and the ego that attracts all the things to solve the karma part. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, as long as we're in a body, we need we we have a tool called but, an ego to use. And how are we using the tool? Is it in service to the divine, or is it service to separation and conflict and you know, fear? You know, is it serving love or is it serving our fears? And yesterday it was the lesson, uh, fear binds the world and forgiveness sets it free. So we always have a choice. Either yeah, I think that's a good point that she's making, though, that if you are using your ego to serve the divine, then it's kind of like a divine ego. You know, Kind of like that, mm -hmm. sure. Kinda. Like Babaji had had a body and had a persona and, you know, had to move around and interact with people and use language mm -hmm. and, you know, dress himself and take a bath in the river and, you know, all that stuff that, that you have to do, but he's totally serving the divine all the time. So he's our example, or Mother Teresa's our example, or Amaji's our example. Mm -hmm. They're serving the divine all the time. So yeah, in essence, they have a divine ego. In essence, in a way, that's kind, kind of, of yeah, yeah kind of. Mm -hmm. and that's what they are not in conflict at all. They've they've totally applied forgiveness. They've forgiven themselves for taking a body, and they see that they needed a body to reach mankind or certain ones of us. They needed a body to reach us, and so they came down and they they reached us. And they needed to do that. And now, in kind, we need. There are people that we need to reach, and we need our bodies to do that. So, yeah, in essence, it's it is a divine ego. Yeah. So, 
that makes me feel better already. Yeah, and, and, to, get, and to meditate on the idea of being completely conflict-free. Uh-huh. Yes. Like you said, they don't have any conflict. Yeah. Well, you know, and I think that that's something is a decision you make. Like it says, heaven is the decision I must make, lesson 138. Mm -hmm. So what is that decision? Well, just like what you said, I decide to not have conflict. And I think, you know, we often meet couples who are in some kind of turmoil in their relationship. And, and then we say, well, did you decide to have a conflict-free relationship? They don't know what you're talking about. They think that conflict is natural, that it, it just comes with the turf, right? And nobody told them that they can decide to not have conflict, mm-hmm. and that, which is essentially what the Course is saying. You can decide to be in heaven, and you must decide to be in heaven. And that's your decision, just like you can decide to not have conflict. And just like in this lesson, uh, I can decide to forgive myself for having an ego in the first place, and I'm not going to be in conflict with it. You know, and then when you when you've resolved the conflict, then you are using the ego in service of the divine, and it's kind of like a divine ego. You're right, Monique, that's a good way of putting it. Anything else? Sandra, oh, you'd like to was, contribute? That was very good to hear that. Yeah. So, do we do we need to? Oh, I'll I'll I usually read it uh, one more time to kind of cap it off and see if anything else comes. Lesson three thirty three. Forgiveness ends the dream of conflict here, and you know it says it's a dream. It doesn't even say it's real. It doesn't even say the conflict is real. It says it's a dream. Yeah. And a dream is something that's kind of you think is there, but it's not really there. And then when you wake up, you realize, oh, God, I'm so glad it was just a dream. But you have to look at the dream is what it's saying. Conflict must be resolved. Mm-hmm. It cannot be evaded, set aside, denied, disguised, seen somewhere else called by another name, or hidden by deceit of any kind, if it would be escaped. It must be seen exactly as it is, where it is thought to be, in the reality which has been given it, and with the purpose that the mind accorded it. For only then are its defenses lifted, and the truth can shine upon it as it disappears." Well, I mean, basically, it's just saying you got to own the conflicts that you've projected, right? Yeah. I mean, you've got to look at them and say, okay, well, I made up this dream, this bad dream, in which I'm in conflict and I'm suffering and other people are suffering. And you have to look at it in order to dissolve it. You can't apply forgiveness to something that you don't recognize that you have. So if you recognize, yeah, I am in conflict and I want to apply forgiveness to it, that's the first step. Father, forgiveness is the light you chose to shine away all conflict and all doubt and light the way for our return to you. I mean, ultimately, the conflict is between 
the ego and the true self, right? And the ego is separated from our source, and our true self is joined and connected to our source. So, so that's what this forgiveness needs to shine away, is the illusion of separation. And that's where, mo that's where our, con our original conflict is. We separated, we thought we were separate from God, and then now we've got conflict, because we've got guilt and fear and pain and suffering and all that. So like the ultimate healing is the healing of our separation or our imagined separation. And that's what the forgiveness is supposed to shine away. Father, forgiveness is the light you chose to shine away all conflict and all doubt and light the way for our return to you. So that the return would be uh, we remember we're one with God and there's no separation. That's the return. No light but this can end our evil dream. No light but this can save the world. For this alone will never fail in anything being your gift to your beloved son. Well, forgiveness ends the dream of conflict here. So, forgiveness also ends the dream of separation. Conflict and separation are the same. Mm -hmm. You know, our dream of conflict is the same as our dream of separation from our source. Yeah. So once we awaken from that dream, there's no conflict, and we're back in heaven again. Are you in heaven, Sandra? I'm doing better every, every hour. <laughs> <I'm good. laughs> well, we're flying off to Valencia today, and uh, yeah, so it's been great being here in Amsterdam with Monique and our friends, and um, I'll send out the, I made two little videos I finished the one from the Rijksmuseum yesterday, so I'll put those links in the in today's uh, email. You all can watch watch the videos. Thanks, Monique. Thank Thanks, you. Sandra Ray. Yeah. God bless you all. <laughs>